Podcast! 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 Kermit the Frog here. Welcome to the Muppets Podcast. Yay! I don't know. Something's wrong with the old voice today. I think I sound a little uh, deeper than normal. I feel like I should be doing Billy D. Williams. Well, hello. Welcome to the Muppets Podcast with Billy D. Williams. The Muppets. It works every time. I don't know. I, throat feels a little funny today. Hello. What have we here? And so, <laughs> please forgive the different tones here that we may be having. As a result, but anyway, this is not the uh, Star Wars podcast. Even the last time we did talk a lot of Star Wars, if you haven't checked that out, check out our last episode, episode number 11, technically number 12, but if you subscribe to the podcast, you know what I'm talking about. Episode 11 was our first of probably at least two episodes where we talk about uh, the Muppets and its connections to Star Wars, and we did do Muppets like proper. Uh, We did some different things on the Muppet Show, Muppet Babies. Muppets at Disneyland, or Disney World, I should say. And then also, um, just Frank Oz talked about him a little bit. There's definitely some more things we can get into, and we will at some point in the future, where we talk about how Star Wars characters showed up on Sesame Street, showed up in all sorts of things, books and magazines and things with the Muppets. And so we will, at some point, get back into that, and also some of the other people who worked with Jim and George. Definitely going to touch on the Labyrinth at some point. So definitely some more discussion there to be had. But if you haven't already checked it out, check out episode 11, our Star Wars and Muppets episode 1, I think is what we called it. Or the Muppets in Star Wars episode 1. Whatever, something to that effect. One thing I do want to mention here before we got into our topic for today. I had the chance to talk to my buddy Steve. Maybe you're familiar with him, maybe not. Steve Glosson, who's a prolific podcaster, has, honestly at this point, countless shows almost, it seems like. One of the many podcasts he does is The Big Honkin' Show. It's a part of his Goliverse, his Geek Out Loud podcast universe that he has. And back a few weeks ago, now it was, on June 6th, I got to call in and talk to Steve a little bit. And we did a, a little Muppet impression thing. I was like, oh, Kermit, you know, my bad, my impressions. If you've listened to the show, you've, you've heard those here. Well, you can hear them over there at The Big Honkin' Show, too, just a little bit over on uh, thebighonkinshow.com. And that is www.bighonkinshow, big honking without the G, show.com. It was episode June 6, 2014, heavily edited. And so Steve and I talk about uh, our bad Muppet impressions. We talk a little bit about Muppets Most Wanted, and he wasn't really impressed with that particular film. And we'll also hear from a listener a little bit later on who shared a kind of similar opinion was not a big fan of the old Muppets Most Wanted. Anyway, we've been talking about this for a few months now since the show has returned. I've been talking about trying to get into some of our listener feedback, and uh, we have had a bit of that here over the last few months as we have tried to get the show back up and running once again. And so we have a few things here in the old um, Muppets mailbag that I want to jump into. Uh, I think that's what we used to call it. I don't remember. It's been a while since we did a Muppets uh, Muppets podcast listener feedback so i think i know we have a little clip um here we're gonna listen to for just a second of Fozzie saying that he got a letter oh it's a real letter oh that was adam sandler not Fozzie. anyway we're gonna hit the little Fozzie intro to our segment of feedback and then we'll be right back with a few emails some voicemails some music and a 
blog post. So stick around. You don't want to miss out. And next time around, maybe we'll hear from one of you here at the Muppets Podcast. You can contact us in all sorts of ways, and we'll tell you how to do all of those at the end of the show. And uh, we'll be right back after Fozzie. What's, what's this? Oh, what? Uh, I never noticed this before. It, it says, for Fozzie, these might inspire some ideas. These are real letters. Oh, oh boy. Oh, read some. Read, read it. Should I? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. We do have some messages to get into. Some of these go back a couple months. And so we're just going to start with the oldest one that I haven't gotten to. That I, I know it's been a while since we read messages on the, on the old show here. So probably, I don't know how long this is all going to take. This is pretty much going to be the listener feedback, clear out the, the mailbox type thing. Okay, this first email here is from Steve. Uh, first time I've got a message from him. He says, Hi, I am a massive fan of the Muppets, like most people. But I was wondering if you could send me a Muppet, like the one used on the Muppet Game Show. You're wishingly Steve. Uh, well, Steve, like a few other people that we may get into here in a few moments, may assume that when he sees the MuppetsPodcast.com with Jimmy and Georgia, and he sees the phone numbers and emails and thinks maybe he just assumes that this is the you know Jim Henson Company slash Muppet Studios slash Disney. I don't know, um, but I don't have Muppets laying around to send out to people. Sorry, Steve. <laughs> if I did, if I had plenty of Muppets, I will be glad to send some of those out. And I actually have seen a few Muppet things I've thought about picking up for the show as kind of giveaways, items. I saw some things at uh, FYE. If you're familiar with that store here, we have one in our local mall. And uh, I was like, I could buy a few of those and give those away. But I have not done that as of yet, but that is an idea I have for the future. So anyway, Steve, thanks for your message. Next up, we have a message from Lisa. And Lisa says, hi, I'm a big fan of the Muppets and Muppets Most Wanted. I was wondering if they're going to make another movie after Muppets Most Wanted. Well, Lisa, I really think that comes down to Disney and their business model, really, when it comes right down to it. We've talked about this a little bit, I think, previously. The Muppets Most Wanted definitely didn't perform the way they probably would have hoped. Did not, you know, wasn't a cash cow. Didn't, you know, get the 90, was it, $95 million um, debut that Captain America, the Winter Soldier, had. So definitely wasn't that uh, that big release they probably were hoping for. I know there were some other movies out around the same time that were kind of competing with it for those, that children's market with Sherman and Peabody. And I think there's a couple others around that same time. Uh, but anyway, I definitely hope we get some more Muppets. And, and one of my theories, maybe you've, you've guys, I think I've talked about this on the show too, that because the movie wasn't quite as successful, maybe that will mean more of a return to the television. And I think that would be great. I know I did see recently that the Muppets are going to be part of one of the 4th of July celebrations this year. So that'll be good to check out more Muppets on TV is always a good, good thing. All right. Uh, this next couple messages is from a guy named John, and uh, I'm going to mention his website later, so I'll go ahead and tell you his whole name. His name's John Burke. He emailed us on May 27th, about a month ago now, and he says, Hello there, Muppets Podcast. First off, let me say thank you for dedicating a, a podcast to nothing but Muppets. I love it. Secondly, I'd like to share something with you. I work as a pianist in Atlanta, Georgia, so not too far away from where I'm at, and he says, I'm a huge fan of the Muppets, the music, the characters, everything. I recently wrote an arrangement of the Rainbow Connection. The Rainbow Connection. Um, <laughs> anyway, I'd love to share it with you, um, lovely folks. And so we've got a YouTube link here. And then he says, let me know what you think. Thanks and have a super day. And so I, I shared this on Facebook and things earlier, uh, I guess around a month ago. So if you're following us on Facebook over at 
facebook.com forward slash Muppets Podcast. If you're over on Twitter, we're at Muppets Podcast. So you may have seen this. He did a cool little, like he says, an arrangement of Rainbow Connection. And uh, what we're going to do here, we're going to go ahead and play. I don't want to play the whole thing just to be respectful of his work, but I want to play maybe like a minute clip of it. And um, definitely there's will be a link in the AAC format here if you're in iTunes, iPods, iPads, all those kind of things. You can see the different little chapter images and have a link that will go to the YouTube video. Otherwise, you can also check us out on our MuppetsPodcast.com and you can look in the show notes and there will be a link to John Burke Music channel there on youtube as well so we're going to play a, a clip of the rainbow connection with uh john burke's arrangement and then we're going to be right back to just talk about that just a little bit That, again, was John Burke. That was a portion of his um, rendition, his arrangement of the Rainbow Connection. And, uh, again, you can find out more about him at johnburkemusic.com and there, again, at the YouTube channel uh, with the Rainbow Connection. And after we had shared his his link, the video, and I and sent him a message back and all those things, he, came, he emailed us back again. He said, Dude, thanks so much, Jimmy. You're the man. I really appreciate you sharing my stuff. I'm so glad I came across your page. You've got yourself another dedicated follower. Thanks again, buddy. I'm looking forward to the podcast, John. So thanks, John, for finding us. Thank you for emailing us, and thank you for sharing your talent and your fandom with us. And I think that's really cool when you can take something that you're good at, whether it be playing a piano or painting or whatever it might be, and then you can incorporate the things that you really enjoy into that. And I think that's amazing, John. So you keep up the great work. And if you have any other Muppet music or anything related to Jim Henson, please let us know. We'll be glad to share that too. And so thanks again, John, for your work and for your talent and for your emails. appreciate that. All right, we've got another uh, couple messages here. And these come from Isaiah, who we I think we may have mentioned on the podcast at some point. I know he sent us some messages over on Google Plus and things. Well, he emailed us back on May 30th. Again, it's been several weeks ago now. And he says, hey, Jimmy, I know you like Muppets Most Wanted, so I wanted to know your thoughts on my review. Here's a link. And this is at toybox.intforums.com slash Muppets dash most dash wanted dash review. And so... I asked him if, if he would mind if we shared his thoughts on the uh, the podcast here, and he said that would be great. Could you give a shout-out to the blog? And so, yes, we did. All right. So, again, that is at toybox.intforums.com, muppets-most-wanted-review. There will be a link in the AAC format, and then there also will be a link over at muppetspodcast.com where you can find 
Isaiah's thoughts about Muppets Most Wanted. And as we know, if you've listened to past episodes, we've had a few now since the Muppets Most Wanted premiere back in March. I like the movie, I like the music, and I definitely think long term I will be more apt to watch Muppets Most Wanted over and over versus The Muppets. Just that's my personal opinion. Everyone has their different, you know, thoughts about different things. And here is a, a fairly lengthy thing here from Isaiah. Again, this was a blog post, so this is a little more content than just a quick email. So Isaiah, his thoughts on Muppets Most Wanted. I'm a big Muppet fan. So you can imagine my reaction when I found out there was going to be a new Muppets movie. We went and saw the Muppets two times within the first week it was out. That movie was perfect reintroduction for a new generation of Muppet fans. Not only was the story and music great, but even the trailers were funny. After the box office smash, I was not surprised when Disney announced another movie was in the works, the movie to be called Muppets Most Wanted. Nadia, Tina, Tina Fey, and Kermit the Frog. There's a photo there. <laughs> After I saw the first trailer for the new movie, I knew it was going to fail. And this is, um, again, Isaiah's opinions. Come on, Tina Fey is a Russian. Among the many problems with the movie, one of the biggest problems was the fact that Constantine, the bad guy, frog, mastermind, was a Muppet. I have never seen a Muppet be the main villain in a Muppet movie. Yes, there were two Muppet henchmen in the Muppets, but they were not the main antagonist. Interesting. As I've said before, there are many problems with this movie. Here are a few of my biggest problems. For starters, Muppets Most Wanted was a direct sequel to The Muppets. I don't mean it happened a few years after The Muppets are back. Muppets Most Wanted started with the end fireworks that happened at the end of The Muppets. I have yet to see another Muppet movie that was a direct sequel to another Muppet movie. Muppets. Another big problem for me was the overuse of cameos. In the opening scene alone, there were two or three blink cameos, or cameos that come and go so fast that you could easily miss. Now, I'm not saying that there should have been no cameos, just that there were too many. In addition to the overuse of cameos, there was an underuse of classic Muppets. I feel that some Muppets, like Ralph were underused and others were left out or made cameo-like appearances like Robin's, Kermit's nephew. And he has a photo of Lady Gaga and Tony Ben. I know her name's Lady Gaga. I just like to say it funny. Anyway, if you can look past all of that, there were some rather big story holes. For example, why are Walter and Animal the only ones that see the difference? How did Constantine not see that the lemur was getting all the credit for his crimes and get suspicious of Dominic Bad Guy, Ricky Gervais? Where did the babies come from? What was the plan for Piggy? And why did Professor Bunsen Honeydew's invention have a use? They never do. In closing, the only part I liked was Robin's brief cameo. I most likely will not be seeing another Muppet movie in theaters, at least not for a while. I was overjoyed when I saw the Muppets and then crushed when I saw the Muppets Most Wanted. If you are looking for something to watch with your family, don't pick this. In the end, it's just a big over-commercialized disappointment that was just riding on the success of his predecessor. And that was, again, Isaiah's thoughts there, and you can check out his his blog, as we've mentioned a couple times already. There will be links to that as well. I, I definitely agree with some of the stuff he said. The reason there was a Muppets Most Wanted was because the last Muppets movie was a success. And so, yes, it was writing on the success of its predecessor. That's absolutely true. I still think it's a fun movie. I like it, and I'll watch it over and over again. Um, <laughs> I've been listening to the, the soundtrack for, what, three months now. And I haven't got tired of it. And I, I'm still digging the uh, interrogation song. It's still my favorite. And then number two to that um, probably is the 
I'm number one. You're number two. I like those songs. Those are funny. Um, <laughs> and some of the other stuff. I mean, I do also agree about uh, how some of the characters are underused and underutilized, really, and just in general. That's been going on for over 20 years, really, since Jim passed away. Some of those characters just haven't you know, been as uh, present in the stories anymore. And, you know, that's unfortunate, but that is kind of the case in all sorts of different ways over the years. But anyway, Isaiah doesn't like it, and we're all different. We all have our own opinion. And there are lots of people, obviously, by the fact the box office wasn't that great, there's lots of people who didn't appreciate this movie. And so we'll see what happens uh, in the future, like we mentioned a little earlier. Maybe this will mean a return to television. Maybe this will mean... No more Muppet movies for quite a while. I'm, I'm not sure. We'll have to wait and see. So, again, thanks, Isaiah. Thank you for your emails, and thank you for letting us share your blog post. The uh, counterpoint to my points um, that I like the movie. So I, I, I appreciate uh, another person's opinion. So thank you, Isaiah, once again. All right, we've got a couple more messages here to get into. And uh, we'll start here with Tracy. Tracy says... Hey, I love The Muppets so much. I saw both the new movies in theaters, and I have seen many of the old ones. I hope The Muppets stay around for a long time. So thanks, Tracy, for your email. That was from June 17th, just you know, nine days ago right now as I record. I definitely appreciate you, you reaching out to us and, and sending us a quick little message. Um, and if you any of you out there who are listening want to do that, feel free. You can do that at MuppetsPodcast at gmail.com, and we'll be glad to have your thoughts shared here on the Muppets podcast. Okay, we got another email here. This one from Luis, and uh, he—I think it would be a he anyway. Another um, one of those guys. I feel like think they're reaching out to some corporate entity, not you know a guy who likes the Muppets and started a podcast. So you'll see what I'm talking about here in just a moment. So again, a message from Luis. This is actually from this morning. And this is what really you said. Oh yeah, man, I got to get back and record some. So Luis says, hello, the Muppets are great. I want to make one for my nephews. Will you have patterns to create a style Muppet people? I mean, um, you have some pictures of the patterns. If you send me copies of the drawings, I will tell you secrets of plants, plants for cancer, intelligence, and anti-stomach ulcer are data that may not have heard in the media, such as TV. Thank you in advance. So, Luis, <laughs> I honestly find that rather humorous, uh, the fact that he was asking for plans for a Muppet and in return would uh, trade secrets of plants that can help cure disease. <laughs> if that's true, that would be great, I guess. I know, like, honestly, there are places where you can kind of go make a Muppet if you're not you know, crafty and aren't able to just put one together out of some felt and some googly eyes or whatever. Um, you can go to FAO Shorts. I think they still have the thing where you can make it a Muppet um, and kind of design some things. I know here in our local Toys R Us, they have a little FAO Shorts little box that you can buy. A whatnot, I think is what it's called. And then I think I mentioned last podcast that our Toys R Us have four Muppet-type puppets of Kermit, Fonzie, Piggy, and Animal. I believe they're the four. So, yeah, there's definitely Muppets to be had out there if you are so inclined to go look for them. And then, if you, like I said, if you're crafty, you definitely could make your own, uh, like many of those people out there who are Muppeteers. I think a lot of those started out making their own uh, designs and whatnot. So, anyway, uh, a couple other little things I want to get into as far as feedback goes. I've got uh, a couple voicemails here. And again, I mentioned this, I think, a couple times back, maybe, on as far as um, one of the recent episodes. You know, if, if you're a, a child out there listening, a minor or whatever, 
definitely get your parents' permission before trying to contact us or any other um, media outlets, I would say. <laughs> I don't know. We have four messages uh, that we may play part of them. I don't, I'm not sure yet. Uh, but anyways, definitely some kids having fun trying to call the Muppets, um, as far as I can tell. Again, kind of confused about who they were actually trying to contact. And apparently, if you listen to the messages, the Muppets are their life, uh, is the theme. So, <laughs> I guess we'll play through. It won't take long. It's maybe 15, 20 seconds total for the four little messages that came in. So, here we go. We don't know. We love the Muppets. The Muppets are alive. I love Muppets. I love Muppets. Muppets are my life. Okay, I'm going to tell you again. I just love Muppets. All right. Well, there were a few of our <laughs> oh, a few of our voicemails. And so, if you would like to leave us a voicemail, you definitely could do that as well out there. But again, if you're a young person, get your parents' permission first before doing such. You can call us at three zero two four Muppet. That's 302-468-7738. And actually, you could even text us to that number as well. Uh, it's our Google Voice number. Again, that's 302-468-7738. You can email us at MuppetsPodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash MuppetsPodcast. You can find us over on Twitter. We're at MuppetsPodcast. We're on Google+. Plus. I think it's um, plus Muppets Podcast now. Yes, it's uh, plus dot google dot com forward slash plus muppets podcast which is so much easier to find and recommend than before and then also you can find us over in itunes um just search muppets podcast if you're not already there or you can find all this information over at muppetspodcast.com where you can subscribe through itunes or another um podcaster with the rss feed that is located there as well and then uh you also have links there to wakawaka.net because Muppets Podcast is the official podcast of wakawaka.net. And Muppets Podcast is a proud member of Jimmy and Georgia Radio. And they're at Jimmy and Georgia Radio. You have a, an iTunes feed that can commemorate all the different shows I'm, I do, I'm part of. And then also ever at Jimmy in Georgia. That's Jimmy, I N G A.com. It kind of has a, a catch all of all the different shows. And pretty much as the last few months, the main thing has been the Muppets podcast with a few random city podcasts thrown in here and there. And the other podcasts have kind of gone by the wayside. Uh, the Supernatural cast has been quite, quite a while without an episode. The Falling Skies cast has been almost a year without an episode. Of course, that show was off the air for about nine months as those um, cable shows that were apt to do. Uh, but I'm, I don't I don't think I'm ever going to finish season three. It doesn't seem. And so... I think that podcast is kind of pretty much over at this point. I don't know. We'll we'll have to wait and see. But I kind of feel like, if anything, I need to pick the Supernatural cast back up uh, at some point. But again, that's not Muppet Talk, so we, we'll get out of that right now. But again, if you want to find out more information, JimmyInGeorgia.com, JimmyInGA.com. Uh, you can follow Jimmy and Georgia Radio on Twitter at Jimmy and Georgia Radio. So I would be glad to hear from you in any of those ways. I would love to hear your thoughts about... Whatever's going on out there, Muppet-related, Sesame Street-related, Jim Henson Company-related, we feel free to email us, call us, 
Tweet us, Facebook us, Google Plus us, whatever you want to do. And we'd be glad to share your thoughts here on the Muppets Podcast with Jimmy and Georgia, the official podcast of WakaWaka.net and a proud member of Jimmy and Georgia Radio. So, until next time, I'm Jimmy and Georgia. Peace. No doubt about it, I'm beginning to like this show. Yeah, really? Yep, it's really starting to grab me. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, something's starting to grab you. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.